Welcome to this new life podcast. It is our desire that you learn all of the benefits of the abundant life that you have in Jesus Christ, so you can live your life to its fullest. Listen and be encouraged. Praise God, I am excited. Amen. So good to be in God's house today. Amen. And um, the preaching of uh, Pastor Mon, Pastor Stephen, Pastor Mon, amazing word. It's coming out from the, from the heart of God. Amen. It's going to be good. And we've been meditating on the goodness of the Lord. So I want to jump in right now. And uh, I want to go to Psalm 27, verse 13. I want to start this with this, with this verse. Amen. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. If ever there was a season in all of history that the people of God need to believe that they will see the goodness of God, it is now. It is now. Amen. God's people, I believe, were fashioned and created by God. Amen. To carry amazing, great hope. Regardless of the circumstances, just like the psalmist is declaring, I would lost heart. I would have lost heart unless I have believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. They're carriers of hope. Amen. The people of God, we are the carriers of hope. Amen. We need to have, amen, hope inside of us, especially in these times. Amen. In, the, in times of hopelessness, in times of desperation, in times of uncertainty, we are the people of great hope. Amen. And this will help us take steps to avoid in giving in to the prevailing spirit of hopelessness. Amen. We have a prevailing spirit, and this is hopelessness. But we must position our hearts to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I, I, a while ago, I said that it's so important that you must speak it. You must speak it. That I will see the goodness of the Lord. I will see the goodness of the Lord in all the days of my life. Amen. Because we know that God is good. Amen. We know that He has good plans for us. Amen. And we know that we have a beautiful future ahead of us. Amen. And so with that confidence, we can begin to declare what the Lord wants us to declare in these last days. Amen. Now, let me speak this to you. This is so important that you catch this. All right. Read it. Or rather, write this down. It is so important, all right, that you, your conclusions about a certain circumstance must be in line with God's word. I want you to recognize that your conclusions about your circumstance, it's like how I'm going to see this, this situation will end, are usually more important than the circumstance. Are you getting that? Amen. What you are seeing about your circumstance is more important, really, how you see it's going to end is more important than as you go through the circumstance. Are you, saying, are you following me? Because it, it is, we are people of hope. We're carriers of hope. That is why don't empower any conclusion that does not have hope attached to it. Don't empower any conclusion, all right, with regards to a certain situation that does not have hope. And what is hope? A confident expectation of good. A confident expectation of good. 
All right? I would see the goodness of the Lord, even though I'm seeing this right now, even though I'm feeling this right now, even though I'm in isolation right now, even though there was uh, things and ne all the negativities that are happening, but I will see. Everybody say that. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Amen? I will empower the Word of God to make conclusions for my situation. Amen. I will empower God's word to make me see what he wants for me to see. Amen. It's so important as we are living in these days. That's why in verse 27, verse 14, he's saying, a while ago we sang it, wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Right? Wait on the Lord. And last Sunday, Pastor Mon just was amazing when he spoke about this word that really was my takeaway. He said, it's like a weaving. There's something about the weaving that's happening. But actually also, let me add to that word weight. The word, the Hebrew word most commonly translated as weight in the Old Testament is actually kavav, which also means to tie together by twisting. So it's like weaving. To tie together by twisting. All right? It's like weaving, okay? Or to be entwined, all right? Or to wrap tightly. Now, this is a beautiful concept of waiting upon God. Not as something passive, but as entwining our hearts with what He is doing. Amen? Entwining our hearts and weaving our hearts with what He is doing. His plans, His purposes are good. I know that. Now, I am going to entwine my heart to believe that, amen, that he is moving. I just want to say this, God is moving. And not only God is moving, but my good God is moving, amen. My good Father, let me add that, is moving, amen, on my behalf. God has gone before me. God is with me. God was in my past. He covers me from top to bottom, amen, side to side. He is moving on my behalf, amen. He's moving for my family. So that wait is not just a passive, okay, I am going to wait. But no, that word wait is actually an active word, which means I am going to, you know, entwine myself to the purposes of God. I am going to twist and align myself and make adjustment. If I hear something bad, if I feel something bad, I'm going to make sure that I will empower God's word in my life. That is why I won't give up. Amen. That is why I won't be impatient. That is why, you know, I will be brave. I will be courageous. I will never lose hope because my God will not disappoint me. Amen, because I have a good God. Amen. Today, if you need the title, this is the title for the message. It's gloriously good. Amen. Your present, amen, and where you're headed is gloriously good. Two words, glorious and good. Glorious and good. Where are you headed, church? Gloriously good. All right. What is my future? It's going to be glorious and it's going to be good. You can even interchange that, good and glorious, whatever suits you, all right? But it's GG, <laughs> hashtag glorious and good. What is the future of the church? 
Glorious and good. What is the future of your family? Glorious and good. What is the future of my life? Amen. Glorious and good. You know why? Because I have a good God. I have a good God. Amen. So I want to build that desire. Amen. For all of us in the days to come. I'm going to take my time here because I just want to really address this. That we will really have an empowerment of God's Word, that we are going to really choose God's Word, especially when we are facing difficulties, amen? And I know you are, but this is going to be a form of encouragement. My desire is to build faith on the future, build faith on where we're at and what God has prepared for you and for me, amen? It's glorious and it's good. Romans 8, 18, verse 19, 18 to 19, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is going to be revealed to us. Are you ready for that? Amen? Think about that, all right? Not worth comparing to what God is going to be revealing to us. Where we're at right now is very temporary in light of eternity. Amen? And so God is saying to us, you know, and encouraging us, this is only but for a moment. Yes, again, we would like to, to just say, we're not discounting the debts, we're not discounting the pain, we're not discounting, discounting all of these things. But in light of the glorious plan of God, amen, we can choose to look forward. Amen, we can choose to have hope in our present. Amen, because this is not going to last. COVID is not going to last. Amen. It's the kingdom of God who's going to last forever. His plans and His purposes. Amen. And do you know that we are under the canopy of that covenant? We're under that canopy of His protection, of His promises. Amen. For I consider that the suffering of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is going to be revealed to us. Now, verse 19. For creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of who? of the people of hope. Amen. The people who see the goodness of God. Amen. In the land of the living. Amen. The people of hope. The sons of God. Amen. This is our identity as sons of God. It is important that we know that we have a good father and the good father loves us and because of his love for us, we can expect good. We can expect good. Tomorrow, I can expect good. Amen. Amen. In the days to come, I, want, I, I can expect good. Amen. Because I have a good father. Amen. And that is why the word there is, he's saying, even creation knows what's going to come. Even creation knows what's, what's going to come because the creation was submitted to sin. All right. It, the, what's happening right now is just birth banks. For the coming of the Lord. This is a birth bang. Everything that's happening right now, these are just temporary. Amen. And that is why even creation is longing. They're in tiptoe, anticipating what's going to be revealed. Amen. And so we, the body of Christ now, people of hope, people who see the goodness of God, must now come into a place of just, you know, knowing who we are in Christ. Amen. And allowing God's word to be the foundation of our lives no matter what. Because creation is waiting for you. Creation is waiting for the body of Christ. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm getting excited. 
Amen. Even with the watchword of the year, I'm getting ahead of myself. The watchword of the year is arise. Arise. Amen. And he's wanting us to arise. Amen. More of that later on. But that word, the revealing or the unveiling, this Greek tense, the Greek word or the Greek text here, the tense is actually, it's saying the unveiling is imminent, soon to happen and destined to take place. Nothing can stop the advancement of God's church. Amen. Nothing can stop the purposes of God on the earth. Nothing can stop the plans of God on the earth. Amen. That is why you and I need to make an adjustment to agree with His plans for you and for me. Amen. Well, let me say this. I want to qualify. Okay. Yes, nothing can stop the plan of God, but there's someone who can stop the plan of God, and that is me. Amen. If I don't agree then I can stop the plan of God in my life. But as far as God is concerned, he, he has good plans. He has great plans for you and for me. Amen. It's going to be a glorious future. It's going to be glorious days. We are living in glorious days. Why can you say that, Pastor Giselle? Because, again, we have a good God. Amen. Why can I say that I am living and I can expect the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living? Amen, because I know who I am. I know who I am. I know whose I am. Amen, and I know the promises that he has given to me. Amen. Pastor Mon talked about Moses asking the glory, wanting to see the glory of God. Now, ask you, let me ask you, Moses saw the glory of God in demonstration. Even before this, he saw the burning bush, right? He saw even a lot of wonderful things, the glory manifesting, siguro, Pag pinakita ni Lord sa atin yun, lahat tayo eh, magugulat talaga eh, right? Right? All of us are going to be just, wow, this is amazing. And many people are waiting even for that. That was spectacular. Amen? But you know what? He even pursued more. You know, because when you taste the glory of God, you would want more. You would want more. More than just the actions, he wants to see his face. More than just the actions, he wants to see his face. He wants to see more. I tell you, when you see the goodness of God, it's going to position you to see the person. Amen? When you begin to experience the goodness of God in demonstration, you're now going to begin to look at the person. You're going to begin to give honor to the person. Amen? Who is good. And that is the purpose of why God wants for us to experience His goodness. Because it's going to draw us near to Him. Amen? Because He is a good God. Now, when he asked this in Exodus 33, verse 18 to 19, Moses said, show me your glory. Right? He said, show me your glory. And he said, I will, uh, I will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim you before my name, the Lord. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Spurgeon said, why this is the greatest petition, this, this, uh, this request is the greatest petition that man ever asked of God. Right? Show me your glory. You know why? Because all of us were created to live in the glory. What is the glory of God? The goodness of God. I want you to see that. So when you know and when you pray for the glory, you're praying for the goodness of God. I want to see the goodness of God. I want to see the glory of God in the land of the living. 
Amen? We, in our position, we were created to experience, to see, to manifest God's goodness. So if you do not seek the good, then you do not, you continue to contend for the good. Amen? If you do not see the good, then we must adjust and contend for the good. Because I am, you are, all of us in Christ are positioned and created by God to live in His glory. We know in Genesis when sin came into the picture, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All have sinned and fallen short of the goodness of God. It's like an archer, you know, um, trying to, to hit the bullseye but cannot. Okay? We will try in our own way to hit the, good, the, the bullseye, but we cannot. Why? Because sin came into the picture. But when Jesus came, hallelujah for Jesus, amen, he restored us back to glory and more. He restored us back to goodness and more. Amen. This is now our position in Christ. Amen. We were created to be in the glory Okay, and now because of Jesus Christ and his finished work, God has now created us, you know, recreated us to be now living back in the goodness of God. That is why it's going to be good and it's going to be glorious. Amen, because we are now in Christ. Amen, once you experience God's goodness, let me say this, there will be no equivalent. There will be no, nothing can match the goodness of the Lord. Amen. And what is the goodness of the Lord? When you see Him, when you see His, His nature, when you see His loveliness, the brightness of His, His glory, the brightness of, of His person. Amen? And so, think about this. When Moses asked God, show me your glory, Moses, you know, well, God um, um, answered him with a yes and a no. Right? So I'm going to show you my glory, but this is the condition. So it's a yes and a no. But in the new covenant, when we ask for show me your goodness, it's all going to be a yes and a yes. It's always going to be a yes and a yes. Because in Moses' time, he cannot see the glory of God. That's why he only had a glimpse of the back parts of God. He only had a glimpse Okay, of the goodness, of the glory of God. But for us in the new covenant, because of what Jesus has done. Let me give you a verse for this. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 6. For God who said, let there be light in the darkness, has made this light shine in our hearts, so we would know the glory of God that is seen in where? In the face of Jesus Christ. Amen. What is the glory of God? It's in the face of Jesus Christ. Today, God responds to us when we ask God, I am going to live in your goodness all the days of my life. He responds to you by saying yes and yes. All right? Not only that you're going to have a glimpse, but you're going to gaze. Moses had a glimpse and he was in the cleft of the rock. He was hidden in the cleft of the rock. But you and I now, we are also in the cleft of the, of the rock. We are in Christ, but not only that we are going to have a glimpse, a fleeting glimpse. No, we're going to have a, we're going to gaze and experience and actually live from the glory. Wow. 
Amen? We're actually going to live from the glory. Let me ex ask you, expect the glory. Expect the goodness of the Lord. Amen? Expect the goodness of the Lord because Colossians 1, 26, 28 says, The mystery hidden for ages, but now revealed to His saints. All right? But now revealed to His saints. To them, God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches, you know, the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you. The what? The hope. What is hope? A confident expectation of good. Amen? Because Christ is living in me, then I would expect the goodness of the Lord. Amen? I would empower the goodness of the Lord. Amen? In my life, the Word of God in my life. I will empower conclusions that will lead me into the goodness of the Lord. That I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Are you with me? Amen. Because Christ is in me, when Christ is in me, if Christ is in you, then whatever crisis you're facing, you can expect the good. You can expect the good. It's going to be gloriously good. Amen. Even though we don't know how it's going to turn. We don't know when this pandemic is going to end. We don't know when if we're going to go back. Actually, we're not going to go back to normal. <laughs> All right? We're going to enter into the new normal. Amen? The new normal wherein the Spirit of God is just going to manifest His glory like never before. Are you ready for that, church? Amen. Amen. Why? Because Christ is in me. The hope, the confident expectation of glory. I need to activate it. I need to be aware of it and I need to activate. I know who I am. I am in Christ, and that's why I can expect the glory of God. That's why in verse 28, it says, Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. That's why here in this church, we preach Christ. Not only not our experiences, we preach Christ. We preach not behavior modification, we preach Christ. Amen? Because when we are in Christ, we are changed. We are changed from the inside out. We begin to see the goodness, His love for me, His character in my life. Amen. Empower. Amen. I appeal to the Christ inside of you. I appeal. Amen. That you activate and understand who you are. Amen. The hope of glory is residing inside of us. We have the hope. Christ in me, the hope of glory. That's why we have Isaiah 61 to 3. You know, I keep on coming back to this set of verses. It's just like, wow, it is good. And so let me remind you, okay, of our watchword for the year. It says, arise, shine, for your light has come. Amen? Arise, shine, why? For your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen. The glory of the Lord is what? What is the glory of the Lord? So we need to expect the goodness. Amen. We can expect the goodness because the Bible says the glory of the Lord is risen upon me. Amen. And for behold, darkness shall cover the earth and thick darkness the people. Have you been to Tagaytay? You know, and you go to Tagaytay early morning, okay, and there's like fog, right? Fog, okay? And we love the fog, right? 
It's so, it's so nice. But the, the problem with the fog, if there's fog, you can't see much. Yeah, you love the feeling, fog like that. But the moment the, sun's, uh, the sun goes up and the sun more and more gets brighter, what happens to the fog? It lifts. Where we're at right now, this deep darkness is like a fog. All right? It's only temporary. But when the sun rises and continues to rise and continues to rise, when the suns rise, you know, we rise with the sun, what happens to the fog? All right? It lifts. Deep darkness, the people. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and thick darkness. It's so thick you can't see. But the Lord will arise. The Lord will arise and His glory will be seen upon you. Let me say, chaos never hinders God from bringing forth light. Amen. It is not difficult for God to work where there is darkness, chaos, and confusion. Only God can turn darkness to bring forth a new day. Amen. And that's what I'm expecting as we are standing on this word. But the Lord will arise upon you and His glory will be seen upon you. Hallelujah. The nations shall come to your light and the kings to the brightness of your rising. What is the reason for our rising? The Lord. The Lord is upon me. The Lord has come. The Lord is in me. The Lord will arise upon us. God's light has come and it will continue to shine brighter and brighter and brighter. Amen. It will continue to shine brighter. This is the year of our rising. Amen. As we expect the goodness of the Lord, this is the year where I am going to rise. God's kingdom operates always according to the principle of endless increase. God's kingdom always operates according to the principle of endless increase. And you know what? If it is an endless increase, the power will not diminish. As the days goes by, actually, it's going to continue to get stronger and stronger. Amen. We're transformed from one glory to the next glory, one level to the next level. That's why I declare that as we go out of this pandemic, we're going to be stronger, wiser. Amen. We're going to mature. Amen. Because as this pandemic tries to hinder us, no, actually, what God is going to do in us is going to transform us from the inside out. Amen. And as we wait on the Lord, amen, though that wait upon the Lord, what, what, what will happen? Shall renew. Okay. There's right. The Baptist in me is just the uh, anointing is coming out here. All right. But I tell you, as you wait on the Lord, what happens? As we wait on the goodness of the Lord, something is happening inside of me. I will not give up. Amen. I will continue to see the, the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I will expect the goodness of the Lord even though I'm seeing this and seeing and feeling this. No, I expect the glorious and the good in my life. Amen. Hallelujah. Why? Because the Lord's kingdom operates always in the principle of endless increase. Isaiah 9 verse 7. Where do we get this? Isaiah 9 verse 7. Of the increase of His government and peace. There will be no end. The kingdom of God is increasing. When the governments don't know what to do, right? Governments don't know what to do right now. They think that they know what they're doing, but they're trying things, right? Kingdoms will rise and fall. 
Governments will come and go, but the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ will endure. Not only endure, but thrive. Not only will thrive, but it's going to increase and there will be no end. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. So expect that in your life. For the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines brighter and brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. Amen. The path of the just. Let me go to that verse right now. Proverbs 4, verse 18 to 23. Proverbs 4. In the Amplified, but the path of the just, the righteous, is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and what? So what is your path? What is the path that we're on right now? It's going to shine what? Brighter and brighter. Amen? Right? It's going to shine brighter and brighter and brighter. That's glorious and good. That is where the path to, to the destiny that God has for us leads. The path of the just, the righteous. Anyone righteous here, made righteous by God, amen, are, are, is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until it reaches the full strength and glory in the perfect day. Come on. This is our, this is our life. Amen. It might, there might be temporary uh, adjustments along the way, heartaches along the way. But no, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Amen. Verse 19, the way of the wicked is like deep darkness. Look at that. They do not know over what they stumble. But look at verse 20. That's why it's good to feed on God's faithfulness. It's good to feed on God's goodness. While I was praying, we were praying, Pastor Mylene. I've missed Pastor Mylene. <laughs> She's watching maybe. All right. But you know what? As we were praying, the word feed came, came, feed, 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 feed. Tell your church, feed. Just continue to feed. Strengthen yourself. Wait on me. Feed, feed, feed. Feed on God's goodness. Don't get tired. Amen. Don't get tired, right? In hearing. Amen. If you get tired, you know, worship, do something. But do not allow yourselves to get tired from feeding. It is so important that you feed on God's goodness, especially in this time. Feed on God's word. Amen. Feed on who he is, what he's done, and who we are in him. He says, my son, pay attention to my words and be willing to learn. Open your eyes to my sayings. Do not let them escape from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart. Verse 22, for they are life to those who find them and healing and health to all their flesh. Watch over your heart with all diligence for from it, flows the spring of life. What happens? Amen. The result is when we feed on God's goodness, all right, something happens inside of us. Something happens in the spirit man. The spirit man takes dominance and then now your soul man, you know, submits to the spirit man and definitely your body was going to follow. Remember, we are three-part being, all right? What you see here, the real me, the good-looking me, it's the spirit man. The spirit man, I have a soul, which is the will, emotions, heart and emotions, and then I have a glorious, beautiful, wonderful body. Okay? You know what? I'm seeing the good in me. That's why I'm declaring this. Okay? And that is why when my spirit man is empowered, what happens? The soul follows. Amen? That's why nowadays it's so important 
that we live from our spirit man. Live from the spirit man, not in the, you know, the reactions of the soul. You're always going to react. Oh, oh my goodness. You know, always going to react, react, react from the soul. But the spirit man does not react. The spirit man responds to the goodness of God. Responds always. Of course, they're going to have like moments where in, oh, what's happening? But he's going to know how to activate. Once again, go back to the spirit man and begin to know. I know God has a good plan for me. I have a good God. He has a future in store for me. Hallelujah. The spirit man must take dominance in these days. Amen. In these last days. Amen. What is going to be the result? When you do that, the result is going to be that you're going to be in awe of God and you're, and you're just going to be aware of the circumstances around you. You're going to be aware of that, but you're going to be, oh, my eyes are fixed on, on, on Him. Amen? And let me, let me end with uh, Psalm 23. Psalm 23. So much to say, but this is just good for now. I'm enjoying myself. It says here, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. We know this. If there is a circumstance, there is a problem, God always what? Has a table set for me. Again, if there is a circumstance, there is a problem, God always has a table set for me. It's just like saying, if you are stressed, if there is a stressful situation, know that there is an anointing, all right? For us who are in Christ, there is an anointing that is greater than that stress that is available to you and to me. The greater the stress, the greater the, the, the what? The greater the stress, the greater the anointing that is made available to overcome that stress. Amen. Because here, look at this. There are two presents, I could say, in verse 5. God enemies who want to distract us. Okay? And that is why it's so important that when the table is set, we partake, we feed. We feed on God's goodness. So like what I said, the greater the stress, the greater the anointing. So the problem with the COVID is so great, the stress, expect the great bounty or the buffet that God has prepared for the kingdom of God. The greater the strength, the greater the stress, you know, the greater the anointing. That's why if you continue to read, you follow verse 6. Look at that. Ah, hindi. Verse 5 pala. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint. So when you feed, you're actually, God is now going to anoint your head with oil. And what will happen? Your cup will what? Overflow. You're not going to be diminished. You're not going to um, be in, in want. There's going to be an overflow that happens. God becomes now your strength and stamina in difficult days. Amen. That's why when we are seeing the COVID surge again, rising, we begin to declare in our prayer time, healing surge. Healing surge. And you know what? Healing is happening. Healing is happening. Many people are getting infected, but many people are healing. Amen. Like the count of yesterday, I think, was 6,000 infected, but 10,000 recoveries. Amen. I want to choose, amen, to see the goodness of the Lord. People are being healed in Jesus' name. 
In God, if there is a problem, know that there is a promise and a provision attached to it. Let me say that again. If there is a problem that you're facing, know this, that there's always a promise and a provision attached to that problem so that you can overcome that problem. Amen. The bigger the problem, the greater the promise. The bigger the problem, the greater the promise. And then, when you are in awe of God and you're just aware of the circumstances around you, what happens is the result is that you position your heart to expect the goodness of the Lord. Surely. Surely. Everybody say that. Surely. Goodness and mercy will follow me. Amen. That word follow, like Pastor Mon said, it's going to hunt you down. It's going to hunt you down. And what do you need to do? You need to just rest. A while ago, that word, wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord, is actually rest. When you rest, that surely goodness and mercy is just going to overflow you. Amen. Overtake you. Amen. All the days of my life, all, everybody say online, all, yeah, follow after me. Ready? One, two, three. All, 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 not just today, not just tomorrow, but all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. All the days of my life. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be good. Amen? Because we have a good God who loves us with everything. He gave His one and only Son to prove that. His best gift ever. And that is why I'm going to transition right now and ask, are there people here watching that you do not really know the person of the Lord Jesus Christ? That you haven't really accepted Him as your Lord and Savior in your life? Maybe... You know, you know Him in your head, but you do not know Him in your heart. My prayer is that you will know Him in your heart today. Because the Lord is here and He wants to be real to you. Goodness is not just something that we teach. It's not just a theology. It's not something that is just a knowing in the head. The goodness of God is actually an experience to be lived out. And it starts by knowing the good God knowing Him personally. So I'm going to ask you right now, if you want to pray this prayer of accepting Jesus Christ, I'm going to lead you in this prayer of accepting the Lord. Can you pray with me? Pray this right now. Follow after me. Heavenly Father, thank You for loving me. Thank You for showing me how much You love me. I thank You, Lord God, for Your good plans for me. And that is why now, today, I open my heart and I, I accept You into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior, Jesus. Be the Lord of my life, today and forever. I give you my life. I thank you. All my sins are forgiven. Thank you, Lord, that I am a new creation in you. Today I am blessed that I have a relationship with you and I can expect the good. In your name I pray. Amen and amen. Amazing, amazing, amazing. 
Hallelujah. So if you pray that prayer, why not comment and type, say this, I pray that prayer right now. Pray it. Type it right now because we want to get in touch with you. We want to help you grow in, the, in this new relationship that you have with Christ. We here, the church, we're here for you. And we want to see you experiencing the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. Did you get anything out of this? Amen. We're going to build up on this. And I believe we just want to build faith in the coming days to continue to speak on the goodness of the Lord. Can we give praise to Jesus? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for joining us today. We believe that God's powerful word can bring a change in your situation and transform your life. So we encourage you to share this message to your family and friends so they too can know of the new life that God has for them. If you prayed to receive Jesus for the first time or was simply blessed by this message, we invite you to connect with us. Follow us on Facebook at newlife.ph, Instagram at newlife underscore ph, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, New Life Media PH. You can also email us at connect at newlife.ph. We will be so glad to hear from you. To support the ministry, please visit newlife.ph slash alabang slash give. Your generosity is greatly appreciated. God bless you.